I think anything that you do for God, when you step out and you're willing to obey Him, you're willing to lay down your plans and pick up His plans, everything becomes an adventure that you go on. Your whole life just becomes an adventure because everything that you're doing is, is brand new. It's beyond your ability, so you have to have God's supernatural on your natural, you know, to, to make it work. We are the Johnson family, and welcome to The Conversation, where we talk about life, family, and ministry, and how we can be our best selves every day. We've got a great discussion lined up, so let's jump right in. Um, so Beck and I were just talking, well, first, let's go around the table and just uh, say your name, and what is your position that you hold in the family, <laughs> basically? <laughs> I am. Well, you started it. It's your fault. It's my Our fault. Family yeah, Dad, started go for it. it. So yeah, go start. for it. Okay. I'm Phil. I'm the dad. Come on. The dad. You were AKA a pastor. AKA yeah. boss. I was a hun- husband s- first, now the dad. We started as a husband and wife 26 plus years ago. We used to be single married. Ooh. We were. What does that mean, single married? No kids. Oh, so we're married <laughs> before children. Right. And then we always say you're not really married until you like see each other sick for the first time. And oh. then you're then you're like really married because wow. you know it's out there. But then after you have children, yeah, what do you classify as then? I don't know. I just always referred to no kids as single married. Married married. Married married. Married really married. Married mm. married. Uh, so married. you're single married and then you're married married. I am Nicole. I am the matriarch of this dynasty. Wow. That we have, but but. Mrs. Your Johnson. dad, your dad asked me to marry him, and I, I agreed. You're so, we are so, so pleased. Making us sound better than we really are. I <laughs> signed up for this. <laughs> we are so pleased. So and cool. I'm a mother, but I'm a wife first, and then I'm a mother. Wow. Yeah, that's good. That is good. Well, I am Becca Johnson, the firstborn of the Johnson clan. Woo-hoo. Though many may wonder <laughs> about that, um, <laughs> I am the firstborn. And no, you do look older at the moment. Yeah, yeah. that is true. Yeah, your brother Zach cut all his hair head. off. Wow. So Thank you for 24 that. 24 down to 21. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> and yes, that's who I am in this family. Super cool. Well, uh, I am Zach Johnson, and I bring up the rear, both metaphorically and literally. <laughs> so, You're the uh, Omega. Yeah, so She's I, the was, alpha. I was uh, basically the, the, the climax of the family, and mom and dad were like, it doesn't get any better than this, so we <laughs> might as well stop here. So. Wow. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyways, I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there on the table. Yeah. I'll do that for you guys. Come on. <laughs> Make it plain. Well, um, so Beck and I were talking um, in preparation for this, and we were like, man, well, what, as a family, like, what would be a really good just um, opening conversation for mm-hmm. us to just talk about and just dive right into? And um, a lot of stuff has transpired in the last year. Um, a lot of change, a lot of just total, um, momentum shifts in some yeah. areas mm-hmm. and just, um, well, more than just this last year as well, really, most yeah. of our life, but we're just want to hit on this last year. Yeah. Okay. And so the we transition were just time. basically, yeah. So we're wanting mm-hmm. to talk on just, um, focusing on just going from season to season and how to tackle those transitions with excellence and with ease mm-hmm. and making sure that you're not forcing a season and making sure that you're not delaying a season. Mm, that's um, good. And so that's good. if uh, whatever comes to the top of your head, let's just go for it. Well, I know in my life in the past, if I can go beyond this past year, I've lived a 
few more years than you guys have. But um, in the past, the way God's worked in my life is that he'll, he'll drop a vision or, or an idea or a, that looks really cool to me in me, in me looking at someone else, right. you know, and um, do, seeing what they were doing. And, and, and not everything that I saw was I wanted to do. I wasn't a flighty person, but a few things through my, through my formative years, my growing up years, I would, that would just drop and would just connect with me. And then I, through the years, I would find myself doing it. So mm-hmm. I really didn't force, like I, I loved what you said, you know, I didn't, I didn't force it happening because that can just bring frustration. Yeah. Right. right. God, when is the time I want to be doing this when you're not enjoying the season of training mm-hmm. or preparation that you're in? Right. And then I would always find myself, wow, I'm actually doing, because that's the way God would just ebb and flow me and move me into. But you know what? I'm here today because of my decisions to obey. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And so that's how everyday obedience brings you into the center of God's will. Mm. And so I'm here today sitting around the table with my beautiful children, my wonderful husband, because of the choices that I made to obey the plan that God had for my life. That's so good. Yeah. And dad, maybe for you specifically coming mm-hmm. into the role of pastor, um, cause it's been exactly a year this month yeah. that, um, that that decision was made officially. It wasn't even on your radar. No, no. So talk about, <laughs> no. talk about that <laughs> and how that yeah. transpired. Well, you know, we were, we were working full time in ministry, traveling, uh, doing missions, domestic missions, international missions. And we were, you know, traveling and fo- really focused on that. And, you know, it's interesting how God begins to prepare you for the next season. And he'll begin to drop things in your heart, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, you just begin to have a knowing or a sense that something is getting ready to change. You're not sure what, you right, know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I remember when. It's like the grace is lifting or, or, or rearranging. Yeah, yeah. The grace is maybe repositioning to mm-hmm. that next season. And you can sense that, OK, something's coming to a close. And I, at that time, I couldn't put my finger on it. I couldn't really say, mm-hmm. you know, but I remember that we were in a we were in a specific city and and I was beginning to sense that something was getting ready to change. I'd kind of felt that way before, and so I didn't know if that was, you know, something I ate last night or, you know <laughs> what I mean, how yeah. you you got to discern whether or not it's coming from God. So, and but I had a real specific instruction from God about putting my resume together, you know, beginning to, to pull these messages that I'd preached years ago, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to have that ready. And I thought, for what? what what's happening? <laughs> You know, and I found with God, it's kind of like connect the dots. The more dots you connect, the clearer the picture becomes. Mm -hmm. And and he'll begin to give you dots. And the more you connect them, the more you go, oh, okay, okay. So that's what you had in mind. So I had no idea that when we were in that city that a pastor would come to me and say, hey, listen, I'm getting ready to retire. We are looking for somebody to hand the church to. Mm -hmm. And as we were praying, he said, the Holy Spirit has let me know that you're the guy. And I just went, what? Whoa. Did the skies open up? <laughs> no, no. I mean, in <laughs> fact, I thought, I said, well, you know, we're, we're leaving. We're going overseas for a couple of months. Let me pray about it. And I honestly thought it would just kind of fizzle mm-hmm. out. But it didn't. I mean, God just began to bring ideas and bring creativity and began to confirm it in my heart. Mm. And so by the time we came back after the two months, I knew that w- yeah. that's what we were supposed to step into. Wow. So that's amazing. And just a quick, just kind of overview on basically the last 
two years of our lives recently, or more or less the last six years of our mm-hmm. lives was, uh, we were, um, God had called us as a family together to move out, uh, full time on the road as missionaries to America and, uh, did that faithfully. We were used to a schedule that was spur of the moment. We were used to mm-hmm. flexible was the word. Mm-hmm. Um, the new best place every two describe. months. We were yeah. stable in our flexibility. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and so that was our life. Um, and then in the last two years of traveling, uh, the Lord began to kind of expand the ministry uh, more internationally and mm-hmm. started doing work as a family, also missions wise in the Dominican Republic. And, uh, and domestically with disaster relief. Exactly. Yeah. We were in Houston, um, for hurricane Harvey and doing disaster relief there. So we dealt with spiritual disasters and physical disasters. Yeah. Yeah. Both need Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. And so now the, the season where the Lord has us now, um, working at a church, all of us, we're all working together at, uh, the, the same church, um, here in Northwest Arkansas. And, um, just that whole transition, what was it like? Um, and we'll, I guess we'll just go around the table here, but what was it like for um, each of you individually um, kind of coming to terms and knowing that the Lord was calling you away from the road? Like, how did you make that change from a moment where it's literally day to day, you don't know what you're going to do that day, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I know I have all of my days planned out for the next two months. You know, it's like, and a lot of changes there. (laughs) How did that like sit with each, each one of you? Oh, wow. We're going to, uh, Becca, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was actually thinking about whenever we were praying about coming to Arkansas or not, we were in the Dominican and, um, mom and dad both approached Zach and I and was like, you guys do what God is telling you to do. If he is telling you to stay missionaries and keep traveling, do that. If he wants you to come with us, we would love to have you, but no pressure, you know, listen to God for yourselves. Right. And, uh, so in my like prayer time and everything, um, it was a lot of like my wants and then, but God's will, you know, like I want to be in the center of God's will, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. But then a lot of it also was, Um, I always pictured myself being under my parents' covering until I'm married. And Mm -hmm. really, you are, being a single girl in your 20s, you're under your parents' covering until you are married, no matter where you are, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, um, if you have parents and everything that are nearby and close to you. Um, And so, for me, it was like I had peace in my heart, and I knew that I would strive in my calling with my parents. Thrive. Mm -hmm. Uh You would thrive thrive yeah Mm -hmm. yeah not strive yes I would thrive and um (laughs) and be where I was supposed to be and so I just went with the peace and it's been a ride but I can't say it's been like a wild crazy one because there's just been peace all the way it's Mm -hmm. been a fun one yeah and it's been a peaceful one and I know I'm supposed to be here so that's what it was like for me yeah. Good. I think we're going to have fun with Becca because she sometimes comes out with words mm-hmm. that yeah. are like, I don't think yeah. you think maybe it means what you think that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. <laughs> Happens all the time. Sometimes. We love it. And I a lot of it now is my Invisalign because I thought I said <laughs> oh, thrive, but it just comes out that's another. That's another answer to prayer. We've been standing for 10 years for 12 years, 12 years 
for for your teeth for straight yeah. teeth for straight yeah. teeth for you. and moving here god said now's the time and yeah. just opened up the door for that and so man they're mm-hmm. in god's timing it's just it's just so quick it's so I, awesome yeah. i think anything that you do for god when you step out and you're willing to obey him you're willing to lay down your plans and pick up his plans everything becomes an adventure Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. that's the on. word that came to mind. Your whole life just becomes an adventure because everything that you're doing is is brand new. It's beyond your ability, so you have to have God's supernatural on your natural, mm-hmm. you know, to to make it work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so for me, transition was not difficult. I I thrive in in, in an environment of uh, being able to plan. Right. Yeah. And, and being able to know what's, you know, what my next day holds so that I can, I didn't thrive so much in the, in the spur of the moment, flexible flow, but I learned how to do that. Yeah. And it was a blessing, you know, during the season that we were doing that. Mm-hmm. So for me in that regard, you know, I've thoroughly enjoyed this because now I, you know, I know what my structure is going to be. I know what my schedule is going to be You're in your element and I'm in my element. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. But but something you said, Becca, it made me think it's important that when once you when you've raised your son and your daughter, I wanted to bring this up because you said that mm-hmm. your mom and I said to you guys, we said to both of you, you know, you need to pray and find out what God's telling you to do. Because mm-hmm. we didn't know if he was going to take you to Bible school yeah. uh, somewhere, if he was going to take you to college, mm-hmm. you know, if you were going to move, you know, you wanted to stay on the road traveling, yeah, whatever was going to happen. And as parents, you've got to be willing to let your kids find out from God what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. You know, I'm not, your mom and I are not your Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, and parents, you know, when kids reach your age, mm-hmm. we should no longer be that Holy Spirit. We should be entrusting you to believe God, you know, that, that you can believe God for yourself. You can hear his voice and you can yeah. respond to it. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's funny how a lot of things line up, like things that I learned um, willfully, and then things I learned unwillfully <laughs> on yeah, the road yeah, yeah, yeah. trained me for things I'm doing now mm-hmm, yeah. that I didn't even know came with this package. Right. And so it's very interesting seeing how um, God does grow you every season in right. a different way. And right. you're like, whoa, this really would have bugged me, you know, two years ago. Mm-hmm. But I dealt with it then, so I know how to confront it now. Yeah, exactly. That I guess that's that's what I see. The, the, the biggest growth in my life moving here has been... Um, because we worked with so many multiple ministries in mm-hmm. over the past five years. Mm-hmm. And um, the bottom line was, do you, if you believe in Jesus, we're on the same team. Right. Mm-hmm. We laid everything else aside, theology, um, just the way they did church, the way they worshiped um, may have been normal to us or may have been different, but it was all okay because they loved God yeah. with all their heart. Mm-hmm. And so coming to a region that... Um, you know, has its traditions mm-hmm. and has its um, has its way of doing things to just love people, mm-hmm. to love people the way God loves them. And yeah. I think exactly. my love walk has yeah. broadened mm-hmm. greatly. Yeah. And I've learned mm-hmm. to, to lay things down that do not matter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes I, I heard that statement when we were in Branson and we were talking to that lady that one time and she had this phrase that I just really liked. She said, mm-hmm. I don't have any rocks in that pile. Mm-hmm. And I love that, yeah. and I've used yeah, that ever since. I just said, you know, Lord, I decide not to have any rocks in that pile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to pick my battles. I want to be strategic exactly. here, and, yeah. and this is not worth, you know, many things are not worth fighting over, mm-hmm. you know, to to be right. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you can be right and be absolutely wrong. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that was something we learned when we traveled for me that in leadership that I, I needed to lay down these, these things. The that way we, I think. Right. The way I think and the things that I think are important. Yeah, I think. But really yeah, the Holy Spirit's trying to tell you, huh, mm-hmm. that's not. Right. And it's, it's the daily, important. I think, too, because as we were preparing <clears throat> to come here, my, my daily prayer was, okay, Lord, show me what my role is. Show mm-hmm. me what you want me to do. I know what I've done in the past. And, um, I know what you've graced and anointed us to do and me, me individually, but also us as a family, but I want something fresh. I want to be doing exactly what you want us to do. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do it just because we know how to do it because we've done it before, Mm -hmm. but I wanted that freshness and the, the wisdom of God has to be fresh every day. Mm -hmm. His mercies are new every Mm -hmm. day and I need it for myself. Mm -hmm. And so my daily prayer is Lord, what are we doing today? Mm-hmm. And so even though, yes, it's a structured environment, but it's still fresh and new and our days look different every day. Yeah, you know, is. we go in with an agenda, but it gets changed many times right. that, um, that God, no, I need you to over, go over here. No, I need you to say this. No, I need you to do that. Last night I was totally in my, in my agenda mm-hmm. and my schedule mm-hmm. and I got a text and I told my husband, I go, here I am feeding my spirit with love of how to love people so i need to put down what i'm learning and and go do it right Mm -hmm. right you know and so Uh i did and um so that's that was kind of how god helped me transition into here okay because it wasn't the quick high and by it's the hey let me invest in you as a friend and as a person Mm -hmm. and i like that because i mean all through the time that we were traveling i mean we we saw this happen with um just People coming and then, you know, they get plugged in just right away and then they, they love what they were doing. But then like maybe, I don't know, uh, maybe five or six months in, they'd be like, all right, well, what's next? What's next? What's next? And I remember just, I mean, spending time just yeah. um, seeing that a lot and just coming to that place of being like, if you're always wanting to go to the next step, you're never mm-hmm. going to enjoy the place where you're currently at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look at how much God wants to grow us and how much he wants to really develop us yeah. as people in the current place where we're mm-hmm. at. And I love what you were saying, which it was like in that last season where we were at and what God was doing in our lives was we didn't realize how great an impact and mm-hmm. how many tools were being put in our belt exactly. in preparation for where we're at now. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was like see, looking back on that now and seeing mm-hmm. that and being like, oh my goodness, every day I wake up and I'm going, you know, I'm going to work or I'm doing something that I've been doing for like the last year on a consistent basis. It's like allowing yourself not to get in that mundane mindset of being like, well, it's just another day. Mm -hmm. but allowing yourself to be like, I'm one step closer to where God wants me to be Mm -hmm. in preparation for what he needs for me, you know, and don't be a schnauzer. (laughs) Remember we had a schnauzer named shadow and underneath (laughs) the door that he would be in the, in, he'd be in a room, the door would be closed when you're with him. And what did you hear? He He kept sniffing under the door because, (laughs) because, and I coined the phrase, he wanted to be somewhere where he wasn't. Yeah. He always wanted to be where he He was. He always wanted to be somewhere else where he wasn't. Mm -hmm. And it was like he was never content to be where he was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we need to capitalize on where where we are. Take advantage of where we are so that God can grow what he needs to grow in us Mm -hmm. so he can take us to a greater level. I mean, we, we wouldn't be here doing this if we had not taken advantage of where we were mm-hmm. yeah. and and gleaned from 
you know, the leaders mm-hmm. and became good followers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so that God exactly. can do what he's doing today. Thank you guys. Yeah. And God connects. I mean, he broadens your, your, your influence. He broadens your ability, your, your capability, because yeah. the people that we were connected with the last five years, we're still connected. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's just yeah. expanded into this now. And so now we've got friends all around the nation and mm-hmm. then we're still connected yeah. with with the disaster relief ministry and go mm-hmm. ahead and i was going to say thank you guys for ordering that book um the key to, to everything, everything. The key uh-huh. and yeah. i read the first chapter already but not to like what you said really was the key in that and if you read the sleeve you can know what the book's about but teachability mm-hmm. yeah. and it really was mm-hmm. those last five years there um you had to learn not to be competitive not to take it as in who can become the most looked at or the most acknowledged. Right. You had to really find out, okay, I'm I'm hanging up clothes. You mean it's not all gonna, about me? I'm going to hang up clothes the <laughs> best way I know how. You know, and I'm I'm going to go train this person to take out the trash, but right. I'm going to do it the best way I know how and really working on your own um, skills. Yeah. Your own or, skills and growing that teachability and it keeps you humble yeah. so that when you do get up there in a pastor role or, you know, a, you're still in a leadership role, mm-hmm. Jesus taught people, but it was such in that loving, humble tone because he was a servant to everyone he come, came in contact exactly. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we ever have that heart of like, I've done this before, or we've done this for the last five years, you know, and for some way that qualifying us for what we're doing today Mm -hmm. and it's like no Mm -hmm. like we all realize the only reason we're here right now doing a podcast in springdale arkansas is because of what god did right like he's the reason we're here Mm -hmm. and because we're taking out the trash we can still tie (laughs) on a pretty good trash bag (laughs) yes we can we know how to do that Mm -hmm. well i mean it 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 takes me back to i mean colossians 3 23 whatever you do do it as unto the lord and not to men and so many people um, when when they don't understand that concept of whatever you're doing, you're not doing it for yourself. You're not doing it for your manager. You're not doing mm-hmm. it for your boss. I mean, this is a very like just, I mean, even spread principle just mm-hmm. cr- for Christianity and non-Christians is, is, I mean, whatever you're doing. You know, that you're this always is doing it. life skill. It is. It's like you're <laughs> yeah. always doing it for something greater than just yourself. I Here's mean, whether you believe tip, in God though. or not. Don't tell your boss, Psh, I'm not doing this for you. No, right. Yeah. That's yeah, <laughs> not going to work out too good for you. Yeah. <laughs> that might be another conversation on submission. <laughs> but uh, just real quick to, to just kind of start to wind this thing down. Um, um, thinking about, you know, moving forward into certain places and certain times and always talking about making the most of every opportunity to, that you've been given so that you're not, I don't know, 20, 30 years down the line. And now you're looking back at all of these opportunities that you wish you could have had. Um, because it's like when you're now moving forward in new seasons, but you're always looking back thinking, well, those were the good old days. Mm. You know, I really feel like that's a phrase that extremely limits your vision moving forward is well those were the good old days and um, moving forward in this new season um, our leaders actually of the ministry that we came out of um, the Lord had really been speaking to them this scripture and um, it's uh, in Isaiah 43 19 and did you want to read it Becca? Oh, sure Isaiah 43 19 it says behold I am doing a new thing now it springs forth do you not perceive it I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And so like that verse just really resonated 
um, with me specifically. I, I'm not sure how much it did for you guys, but um, and then I also noticed the verse right before it, um, which was Isaiah 43:18, which says, "Remember not the former things, hmm. nor consider the things of old." It's not saying to forget all of the good things that God has done in your life or forget His faithfulness. No, we're supposed to remember it's, His benefits. Exactly. It's His what benefits. I like that it's highlighting in this verse is it's saying mm-hmm. basically, don't be looking back for on the old days wishing that you could always go back and relive yeah. those moments. Mm-hmm. My version says it is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. That was ridiculous. Nail on the head. <laughs> yeah. And so I just, I love that. But, um, just reading that scripture and then looking while we're moving forward. I mean, it's like you hear this all the time. It's like, you can't drive a car looking in the rearview mirror, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's, you can't move forward always hoping that as you move forward, it'll be just like it used to be. Yeah, your, like, your future's not behind you. No, but mm-hmm. it's like taking every opportunity of where you're at now, making the most of it, and knowing mm-hmm. that tomorrow's going to be better than today, whenever it feels like today couldn't have gotten any better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I was like, so good. That was just, that was hitting me. Definitely. So fantastic, guys. Well, um, I guess we're going to go in ahead and just bottleneck this thing and, and shut her up. And bottleneck this thing? I know, I don't we're really gonna know. We're going to bottleneck this thing. I was like, wait a second. Bottleneck it? Uh, I'm, the, I'm the bubbly in the bottle. What's, what's the con- conversation? Yeah. Don't ask me. Yeah, I thought of a different word. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyways. So no. Yeah, so love you, love you guys. And thanks for having uh, this conversation. Yeah. Check awesome. back next week.